Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we have a returning guest, a really good friend, Ryan Horn. Ryan and I have actually not met in person, but uh, we will soon. We need to make that happen. He's a good guy. He was actually um, on episode 133, and he is uh, returning to talk about just an update, what's going on in his business. We talked a lot about podcasting. He's got a podcast called the Entrepreneurial Man Podcast. And I was a guest on that show as well. We talked about how he gets booked, how he um, finds guests, the power of podcasts. We talked about his coaching business and how he is uh, narrowing down to certain people that he's looking to work with, why he's doing that, how he's how he's doing that. Um, just had an awesome conversation. I uh, know you're going to enjoy this. If you want to um, check out uh, coaching. He's a great person. Um, if you are a man and you have a successful business, he's looking to uh, work with people who want to go to that next level. And so one thing he told me um, is powerful is that uh, a coach will help you maximize your potential, that it's really hard to maximize your potential on your own. And yeah, you can go to a certain level, but with a coach, you can exceed that. And that's what I want to do in my life and my business and my family. He coaches not just uh, about business, but he wants you to become a well-rounded person and uh, just helps you to maximize every area of your life and your family and your spiritual life. And yes, of course, your business. So I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Here it is. Here is my interview with Ryan. Ryan, welcome back to Streams of Income. Hey, Ryan, great to have, or I'm excited to be back on. This is my honor. It's always fun chatting with you. Like, are there, I'm sure there's, you have people that you interview before that you just feel like just a connection with, right? Do you have those types of, like, man, this, there's something about this person that's, you know, I imagine I'm going to be talking to this person more often than just this one time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're one of those people. Well, you are too for me. Do you have a lot of return guests on your podcast? That's a great question. So that's something I've actually been thinking about a lot lately. I have actually not interviewed the same person twice on my podcast, okay. although there's a lot of people that I would like to bring back. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think you should because it's a good way to get some updates on what's going on in their life and then just to go even deeper on things that you couldn't uh, chat about before because it's hard to you know, get everything in unless you're like Joe Rogan, you go three hours long. But <laughs> most people don't want to exactly. listen to me for three hours. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a long podcast. Yeah, for sure. Well, give me I love I love having people back on because I love hearing updates of what's going on in people's lives. So anything that you want to share that's happened in business, personal, anything at all that you think would be relevant to our or our listeners would enjoy. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I think one of the biggest things since the last time I was on, I think it's been close to a year since I was on. So it it was a while ago. Um, <clears throat> for me on the business side of things, I've, I've really focused a lot more on speaking and mm. that has been an area where I feel like God has been pushing me more into, despite the fact that, uh, like I never wanted to be a speaker. I never thought I would be a speaker. And so I, in 2023, especially, I, I think speaking is going to be a much bigger part of, of my business. Yes. And I'm excited about it. I'm not like, oh, I, I don't want to do speaking. It's not yeah. reluctant. So, 
it's something I've really been working on a lot. Yeah. Have you been doing a lot of speeches or um, reaching out to folks to, to let's dig into that? Like how, cause there's yeah, folks yeah. That I'm sure that are listening, like, man, I'd love to do that. <laughs> so what's that process look like for you? Yeah. So 2022 for me was, um, I was on a lot of podcasts. So I did a lot of digital speaking. I was on uh, quite a few people's challenges and uh, Uh summits and different things that they had online, uh, which was great. And uh, it gave me tons of tons of practice. And I was just talking to my wife, Brittany, the other day. Uh Um, By doing all those, I feel like I refined my story and and kind of, and even my five-step business breakthrough process a lot. I got much better at talking about it um, and, and clearly and concisely talking about it. So that was a really, really cool uh, side effect, I think, that just kind of naturally happened. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but 2023, I'm excited to do a lot more in-person speaking, especially mm-hmm. locally. So yeah. it's kind of going to be going to be a big focus for me. Yeah. And is this always going to be um, you trying to point people into your coaching? Is that kind of the goal of this? Great question. So <clears throat> for the time being, it is definitely, yeah. you know, that's another thing that um, uh, I kind of simplified things in my business a little bit instead of trying to do four or five different things at once. Uh-huh. Um, so for the time being, yes, but in the future, there's definitely going to be a, a lot of other things happening. Yeah. That's- so what does that look like for you? Like what types of groups? Because there may be somebody listening and they're like, hey, I'd love to have him come to my thing. What is What types of groups events might you be for um to speak at yeah absolutely so for me it's uh definitely entrepreneurs anybody that's an entrepreneur a business owner um even you know high-powered ceos and executives um those type of people really anybody that wants to um or that that's hungry to take their business or their life to the next level but in particular business owners or entrepreneurs yeah. Um, and I specifically coach men, but you know, I've, I've definitely spoke for, uh, groups of men and women many times before as well. Could you see your, um, what would you like if you gotten, uh, invited to speak at a church, just cause I know you're a believer like me, um, yes. what would that look like for you? Like just, um, cause I feel like I've been, re- there's a book, let me here it's actually i think this is something that um you would probably highly enjoy just because the conversations we've had it's called mike drop guy named mike thacker wrote this um he was actually on my friend's podcast so i need to have him on at the back of his book he says hey if you want to chat about these things just reach out but um he just talks about how the kingdom of god needs entrepreneurs and that it's always like in if i had to boil this down it's like we have grown up thinking it's all about that we in the congregation are just the audience. We're there to be entertained. It's That's the main guy. It's his job to go out and minister to people. Um, we just come and then we go do our week and we come back again in a week and get some more, get more uh, spiritual, uh, spiritual food. Um, but that's a lot of times it's not, there's no connection between what happens on Sunday and what happens during the week, but that the church needs entrepreneurs because it's us to have the, the ideas. It's us that will um, just make things happen. And not that pastors don't because they do, but right. he said pastors have stepped into that void that we ha- as business owners have created Maybe because we didn't know we could, we weren't invited to, it's all uh, like the church has been, it's all about the church and the pastor and it's their vision. You got to get behind it. Whether he would say the entrepreneur should provide the vision and the church should get behind the entrepreneurs and work together. So 
I don't know why I mentioned all that, but like, imagine you were getting in front of church and speaking. What, any idea what that topic would be? That is such a good question. First of all, I've got to say, uh, Mike Thacker, I actually had him as a guest on my Are you podcast. serious? Oh my yes, gosh. So, I want to, okay. So, I want to find that episode <laughs> because I want to listen to it. I was just like yes. amazed. Um, yeah. So I, I know Mike, he's an awesome guy. Yes. Okay. Have you I'm met him not, in person? I've not met him in person and I have not read the book. Okay. Um, although I, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. It was, it was a while ago that I had him on, but yes, okay. he's an awesome guy. Oh, um, yeah. Awesome. I mean, for, for me, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, to be honest, if I got asked to speak at a church, I'm not hundred percent sure what I would share. I guess yeah, it would kind fine. of depend I mean, on the context. We didn't talk about but... this question beforehand. We don't talk no, about it. That's a, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on the context. If it's at a men's event, if it's just in front of the whole church or whatever. But I, I probably would share um, different parts of my testimony. Maybe sure. depending on the audience, maybe even kind of my entrepreneurial journey. Because yeah, um, I, I think it's really easy for people to look at someone and be like, "Oh man, it must be nice to be Ryan or so and so or whoever." Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter what their life looks like now on the outside, everybody has struggles and everybody has ups and downs in different areas of their life all the time. So I love, you know, that's why I love bringing entrepreneurs on my show and interviewing them and digging into the past because then people are like, whoa, I had no idea that, you know, this guy, now he's making $20 million a year, but he was, you know, bankrupt and living under a bridge for six months. Um, so I, I love sharing that stuff because I, I think it reminds yeah. people that, oh, yeah, okay, this guy has gone through some stuff and it's it's mm-hmm. not just everything is great um, because I think it's very easy for me and I think everybody to think that like, oh, man, look at, you know, poor me. I'm struggling right now and this right. person's life is perfect, but it's never yeah. the case. So. Oh, yeah, definitely not. My goodness. Um Wow, we go so many different directions. One thing it you were on how many any idea how many podcasts you were on last year? It's a good question. I should actually go count. I think I was on around forty. Jeez, that's awesome. That's yes. really good. Yes. Wow. So I, yeah, I was I was going at a pretty good clip there for a while. I slowed down a little bit towards uh-huh. the end of the year, but uh yeah, it was great. I, I love it. Yeah. So talk about I know that uh, in my opinion, um uh, being on somebody else's stage is probably one of the best ways to get your message out there and to find a new audience. I mean, you can definitely do Facebook ads um, and all that. And, you know, those, those can have been a blessing to me and my business. But when you get on stage with somebody, I literally like the being on somebody's podcast is the same as if I had a conference and I had you come speak because I am, introducing you we're having a conversation and we have people that are out there listening um maybe not live obviously because we're recording this right it's the same as giving somebody your stage and so it's a big deal and it's a free way usually to to get your message across and you have that that credibility of that other person um like me being on your podcast gives me a whole lot more credibility in the eyes of your followers because you took the time to invite me and uh, it's almost like in a way kind of like you're endorsing me you're not but it's like yep. you know, ryan 100%. thought it was important to have ryan rieger on the podcast so we should listen um and they're probably listening for you because they like you but then some of the people may oh who's this ryan rieger guy and come follow me so it's an awesome strategy but why how did you get booked on so many podcasts 40 is a lot <laughs> and I know we've talked about this before offline. Yes. What's your strategy for finding those interviews? And 
for finding all the interviews, all the people that come on your podcast. That's awesome. That you had Mike on, by the way, I'm going to listen to that interview. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for me, um, a, a couple different things, I would say once you get going and once you're on some shows, it's a lot easier to be on more uh, because you can, I always ask for referrals. So I'll, I'll ask people, Hey, you know, do you know anybody else that has a show that would be, I would be a great fit for. So that's probably the easiest way to get other people on my podcast and to get booked on more podcasts. Yep. Um, and as you start building relationships, that becomes easier and easier. And you, you start to become known more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a great uh, service out there called Podmatch. So mm-hmm. Alex Sanfilippo started it. Awesome guy. I've interviewed him on my podcast as well. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. Very very smart. Um, and he started that, and I got in kind of on the almost the ground floor. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I'm still on a free plan because back when I joined, it oh, was 100 cool. free. Yeah. Um, but it, that's, that's been great. I've got quite a few guests from there, but also just within my network, I'm um, in yeah. reaching out to people. And one thing that I would say, um, that I learned as well is that, you know, there were people within my network that I didn't necessarily directly know, but I had a connection to mm-hmm. that in my head, I was like, I don't even know if I should reach out to this person. Cause they seem like they're so far up here. Right. Yeah. But you never know if, unless you ask. And yes. so I, I've had a couple people on my podcast where I was like, oh, I don't even know if I should reach out to them, reached mm-hmm. out to them. They came on. It ended up being great. And that's awesome. you know, now we have a, a relationship together. That's as well, so, so cool. Um, talk about that for a second, because I feel like um, if you it, were, did these people have podcasts, these two couple people you have in mind right now? Uh no, actually, no. Okay, but they have stages, or they have an an email list, they, probably. Yes, they they have, and yeah, it would be they, awesome if they promoted your stuff, right? Exactly. Okay, so I think, and my this is one of my secrets, um, and I've talked. It's not really a secret because I talked about this before, and other people I learned this from somebody else. Having a podcast is a great way to get on the radar of other people who are above you in business that have yep. more, have a bigger business, have more email, have a larger email list because obviously they, it's, it's, unless it's Tony Robbins, I mean, they're, and, and they're busy or whatever. It's an opportunity to be on your stage. And if they're smart, they're going to be like, you know what? He may only have, I have 50,000 downloads a week. This guy may only have 500, but that's 500 new people that may have never heard of me. And yep. it gives me an opportunity to get in front, get on his stage. And so it's a big deal. And it's not like you're asking them to fly to Minnesota in the winter for a conference. <laughs> it's like literally exactly. going to jump on a Zoom call for 30 minutes and I can yeah. get introduced to a new audience. And so it's a powerful tool. Um, and a lot of people will say yes, that you may not even realize that you could ever get in front of. 100%. No, I, I couldn't agree more, but it, I think it's all about, especially when you're reaching out to people that are, that are a lot more successful than you, is it's all about going and adding value first. Yes. So if I'm presenting them with, hey, you want to come on my stage and talk about what you do and mm-hmm. I'll introduce you to my audience, I'm adding value to them, right? Versus yeah. if I just, if I didn't have a podcast and I was just like, hey, you know, can I talk to you for five minutes? <laughs> and they, they have a hundred people like that asking them that right. every day. Right. Yes. And so- Yes. So it, it, it's really cool to be able to have a platform, whether that's a podcast or, you know, there's other things you can do as well. Um, it is really cool because you're adding value to them, even though maybe you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said yes. yes. It feels amazing for you as well, but it really, it's a win-win. Sure. 
Yeah. And then have they, um, do you, have you noticed, um, do you, do you even look at your analytics on your podcast? Um, I, I used to look at them a lot more. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I don't look um, at much either. Yeah. But have you noticed like the, have you seen like the one, the people, like those two people you're thinking about? Do they have them like more downloads than all the other episodes? Or do you have episodes like that where somebody has a larger audience, a larger digital, if they obviously, if they promoted it to their audience? Right. So yeah, the couple of people that I'm thinking of, they're not like the, my most downloaded episodes, but there definitely was a bump. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't necessarily even think either of them promoted it to their audience, mm. but just because they're more recognizable, I mean, more people, even me promoting it, more people are going to be like, right. Oh, he, Ryan had this guy on. Let me go check yeah. it out. That's um, cool. Yeah. And, and it also is pretty awesome because it gives you more credibility when you're reaching out to other people that are yeah. higher level, like, Oh, well I had this guy, this guy and this guy on, mm-hmm. it just gives you, it makes it so much easier. Oh, for sure. So you name drop all the way. That's all so awesome. Anything else about podcasting? Because I, I feel like there's a you know it's growing. Um, anything you've learned in it? Um, tips, tricks. Um, yeah, I mean, podcasting is is awesome. I I, I love podcasting. So one thing I would say, because uh, there's a lot of people that want to start podcasts, right? And some of my coaching clients have wanted to or have started podcasts. Is that um, you should make sure that you're in it for the long haul and that you're in it for the right reasons and that you're very yes. well prepared before you just go out and launch it yes. because there are, I don't remember what the stats are, but it's, it's something like, uh, the average podcast lasts like seven episodes or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's not, um, you know, most people get into it and they're excited and then they realize it's more work than they thought. And, yep. you know, they thought that they were going to have sponsors paying them like five grand an episode right away yep. and all this stuff. And uh, it can definitely be awesome for a lot of reasons, yeah. but um, especially getting started out, a, a lot of people uh, don't make it very far. Sure. Or that doesn't move the needle in their business. Like they don't immediately have a huge bump of emails from their first few episodes. Right. That too. It yeah. takes consistency and just doing it over the long haul. My, my, mine has been around since August of 2019 and I've not missed a week. Um, you know, that's, I look at people who have podcasts that go out more than once a week and I'm like, man, how do you do it? That's amazing. <laughs> um, sometimes yeah. it's a struggle for me to do an episode. Uh, so like the episode we're recording right now, I'll just be honest with everybody. Like this is a Monday. It's going to air on Friday. Now I have some friends that have like months of episodes that are done that are, you know, yep. weekly episodes. They got several months already booked that if I recorded with them now, it may not air until August. That that blows my mind that they're that yeah organized have that much i don't know i just that's just not me i've never operated that way but i think it's smart <laughs> what about you like it is, what yes. you, what's your podcast like as far as like how many how, how often do you do it and um i know it's changed recently for you um, yes yes but so like, you ba- do batch content and or do a whole bunch of episodes in a row a bunch of recordings and then you're set for another several weeks so I was I was laughing when you were saying that because I've been on both sides of it. I, I like to be about four to six weeks out, sometimes eight weeks out, and uh-huh. I have been. Yeah. Um, and I've also had times where it's like, oh my gosh, I have an episode that's supposed to go live like tomorrow, and I don't have a guest. <laughs> like, and so I understand both sides of it. Um, 
it can be stressful, but it's definitely nice to be organized and it sure. at least be a little bit in advance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my podcast goes out three times a week. One is an interview. One is just a recap of the interview, which is me talking for five to 10 minutes, right. kind of mm-hmm. going through my notes of here's the biggest things that I learned from the person I interviewed yeah. um, or that stood out to me. And then um, on Mondays, I do a five to 10 minute episode of just solo of me uh, talking about various different topics. And, um, yeah, so I, I've been doing three a week for a while now. Wow. Um, and, and I will say Impressive. to be honest here as well, that I actually took a, have taken a little break on my podcast. Cause I, um, I, I think I was getting more burned out than I realized. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I also got sick for a couple of weeks. So I literally couldn't record anything. Mm. And, um, so I, I kind of pumped the brakes a little bit and I'm actually just yeah. getting ready to get back into it and get back into the yeah. swing of three a week. And uh, I'm excited to do wow. that. But Are you going to go back to pod match and find guests or do you have a lineup lineup of people that you're going to reach out to? Yeah. So I, I mean, some of both, I have people on pod match reaching out to me all the time asking to be a guest. So mm-hmm. um, I'll occasionally go on there and kind of filter through and see if there's anybody that I think would be a great guest. Um, but I definitely have a list of people that I'm, uh, are, is kind of like my dream list that I'm reaching out yeah. to as well. And I actually have like four or five episodes recorded, ready to go right oh, now. Cool. So I, I just need that. to finish editing them and they'll be all ready to go. That's awesome. Um, when you reach out to people, like, what are you, are you doing just, is it an email or how do you reaching out to folks to invite them on your show? The ones yeah, great that question. are not pod match. <clears throat> great question. Yeah. So there's pod match, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and then depending on so i mean for the most part if they're not if, if it's not coming from podmatch it's people that i have some type of connection with mm-hmm. either um i have a friend that knows them or mm-hmm. i know them uh, you know maybe even if we just met at a conference one time or something yeah um so there's some connection or we're friends on facebook or whatever so typically it's not an email sometimes it is um but yeah I, so I, I use a variety of different ways as much as possible i try to get an introduction from somebody that knows them because obviously Very that's going to be the, yeah. the the best thing to do but that's not always possible sure. yeah do you ever what do you if you reach out to somebody that you do you ever have people on that you don't really know that's like kind of like i've never i mean this is the like those two people you mentioned were those uh, referrals or those people that you um just hey out of the blue i'm going to try to re- i don't know if i can get them but i want to re- try anyway so let me think here. Okay. So yeah, the two people that I had in mind, uh, I did not personally know either of them, uh-huh. but I had had, uh, a friend of each of them, uh, previously on my podcast. Got it. So okay. I was able to mention when like, you hey, reached out, you know, I had your friend, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. Here's my podcast. You know, here's what the mission and the vision of it is and, and why I'm doing yeah. it. And, you know, I had your friend so-and-so on and uh, yeah, awesome. so that usually helps. Yeah, for sure it does, man. Um, we could talk about podcasts forever. I had no idea we'd go that direction, but you're just as you're talking, I think of other questions. Um, I want to um ask about because recently you mentioned you are narrowing down your clients and talk about that process, of, like who you used to work with before and who you're looking for now, and just how you decided to do that, why you did that how you practically did that, um, you know, just anything related to being able to focus, focus in on a certain avatar. 
Yeah. So I, I think it's natural for most people to not want to do that because they're like, well, I could help all these other people or, you know, I don't want to be pigeonholed into this one place. Yes. But in general, it's much easier if you are known for one thing. And yes. if it's, if it's like, oh, well, Ryan's the specialist at helping these particular people with this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, you know, it's been kind of a back and forth for me. I think it's always a, uh, you just have to take action as you do that. You're going to get more and more clarity type of yeah, thing, yeah. Um, which in the past has definitely been something I've struggled with where it's like, man, I want to make sure it's a hundred percent like this. Then I'll go start taking action. Right. That's not how it works out. You know that obviously. Right. And so, yeah, for me, you know, it, it, it's, it's been kind of a back and forth. It's been a, an ongoing thing and I'm still getting clarity on it. You know, I, I don't think it's ever a, a a time where it's like, oh, I know a hundred percent for sure. You know, the next 20 years is exactly what I'm going to be doing and who I'm going to be helping and how I'm going to be helping them. So yeah, yeah, for, for me, um, I used to more in general, just help business men. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in my coaching business has always been helping men, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically. So it's been targeted in that way, but, um, it, it was previously, um, really anybody in any business, Mm-hmm. And at any stage of the business, so it could mm-hmm. be starting out, it could be you know yes. well along, um, it could be somebody really struggling in their business, could be somebody really successful, yeah. Um, and that was good, and I got a wide variety of people. But uh, one of the things that I was noticing as I was uh, working, especially with a lot of people that were just getting started and just trying to launch things, mm-hmm. it wasn't that I couldn't help those people, and it wasn't that I didn't want to help those people, mm-hmm. uh, but really what I started to see was that. Um, there was a different set of people that I could help even more. And I started to feel like God was calling me to helping specifically those people. And so, um, yeah, so who I work with now is Christian businessmen that are already successful. They've already been in business for at least a year or more. um, And they're already making 100K or more a year in their business. Um, And it is definitely uh, two very different stages and two yes. very different people if you're you know working with somebody that's you know maybe they've been an employee for 20 years and they're just trying to launch a business for the first time mm-hmm. or somebody that's owned a bunch of different businesses for a long time um and you're just going in and helping them you know maximize what they already have yeah. and so yeah. those are the type of people you know and as i as i looked at kind of the people that i was coaching as well you know one of the guys that i i really enjoyed coaching i was somebody that came to me and he was already had two businesses. He'd been in business for a long time. He's already fairly successful and I helped him triple his business. Wow. And it, uh, so, yeah, so, and, and it was really cool uh, because it wasn't like I had to, you know, go remake his old business and oh, okay, right. let's start from the ground up. And, yes. um, yeah. And so I love doing that and, and really what I love doing. So obviously I like helping people make more money and grow their business, yeah. but I love seeing the impact of that. And I also mm. love helping men maximize their potential in every area of their life. So uh, that guy that I just mentioned who I, I helped him triple his business, he just gave me a testimonial recently and he talked about, of course, yeah, Ryan helped me triple my business and you know, I did a $73,000 real estate deal and I'm building wow. my dream house and all of that, which is great. And I love that. But he also said, and Ryan has helped me be way more intentional with my wife and kids. Mm. I only have so much time, especially with my kids, right? They're getting yes. older and all of this. Yes. And so that to me is is I, I, I really love that. Yes. You know, I, I love seeing people grow their business and all that, but seeing that is awesome because it doesn't really wow. matter if you crush it in business, but 
you know, you end up divorced and your kids hate you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I love coaching, uh, the whole person, right. Cause it's all connected. <clears throat> it is. Yes, it is. I've always said that if you have a successful business, but your marriage is horrible, it's going to just going to, and I don't know, I, I don't have, thank God I don't have a horrible marriage, but I would think that even if I had the successful business that I have, but then at home, it's just a train wreck. It would, it would make everything really bad. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, man. Well, those of you would be, I mean, interested to know that I actually signed up to be a client with Ryan because I, you know, um, known him for a while now and eager to see, um, how he can help me. I, I love, here's what you said that really kind of sold me on. And I already was like, Oh, this would be cool. Cause I already been thinking even before you called me, like, I wonder if that might be a, a good thing for me to have a coach um, because I know all successful people have coaches. And you mentioned Tony Robbins, how he has like a coach in almost every area, like more rather than just one coach, he's probably have five coaches who knows, but um, oh, yeah. you may know the answer to that. But um, you said that uh, people need coach. I asked you like, why did, why do people need coaches? And it's because you said they need a coach to help maximize their impact and so that was awesome. And we, maybe we can get to the Tom Landry quote too, but tell me about that guy specifically. Don't give me any names, but what did you, when you tripled his business and what any, can you narrow that down to a couple of strategies, things that you helped him do that did that? That's a great question. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, so for the most part, it wasn't like, you know, I gave him some amazing business strategy, something he'd never tried before or, or whatever. To be honest, it was a lot of the basics. And so, I mean, just just walking people through my five-step business breakthrough framework, it's clarity, commitment, coaching, courageous action, and course correction. Really, with a lot of people I coach, it's going through that again and again and again. And uh, clarity, I think, is so underrated because even people that, you know, if I asked you, hey, what are your goals this year? And they could give me a pretty good answer. It's something that I think you constantly need to be getting more and more clear because as you're taking action, things are going to be changing. Yes. And it's something even in my own business, in my own life, I notice all the time. I'm like, man, when I have 90% clarity versus 100% clarity, it's totally different. When you're more clear, you're more confident. When you're more confident, you take more action. Yes. When you're when you're not very clear on things, it usually holds us back. You don't yeah. take as much action as you would or as you could, and you're less confident. And yeah. lots of times also, if you're taking less action, you're going to be getting less results, and it can turn into a negative cycle where it's all of a sudden like, man, your confidence is down here, and you're wondering why you're not taking any action, and your business yeah. is tanking. Right. Yeah. But it works the other way as, as well, where it's like, mm. man, you get into action, you get more confident, you take more action and on and on and on. Um, but yeah, so it, I mean, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, but the thing is, it's it's really hard to try to coach yourself. We can't yes. really coach ourselves. And so having somebody else that's not biased and that can see your blind spots, because we all have blind spots. Yeah. Is so, so valuable, I think, especially on an ongoing basis. And uh, I think when we were having a conversation before I mentioned this, it's like different people have different capacities. You know, some people on their own could go build a million dollar business. Yeah. Some people on their own would never even be able to get a business off the ground. Right. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't matter. Even the person that has the million dollar business, if they have a coach, it could be a $2 million business or a yes. $5 million business or a $10 million yeah. business. And so, yeah, I mean, God didn't create us to do life alone, right? We were yeah. created to be in community and to uh, to not just rely on ourselves and, you know, be a hermit living out in the woods, right? Right. So, mm. 
So good. What's that Tom? Do you have that Tom Landry quote handy? I do. Yeah. This is such a great quote. I, I love this. I think this is like coaching in a nutshell. So the quote is a coach is someone who tells you what you don't want to hear, who has you see what you don't want to see. So you can be who you've always known you could be. Mm. Mm. So you can be who you always known you can be. Mm. That's so good. There's a lot of scriptures we could bring up that kind of are like that. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it's, so it's powerful. Yeah. You probably say the same thing about a pastor, having a pastor in your life and you're going to church <laughs> at least feeding on the word. Man, Absolutely. That's so good. So good. And it's also, I've mentioned this before and you, you it, the fact that you can't see, you can't read your own label. It's uh, you having somebody on the outside, look into your business um, is helpful or your whole life even. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. That's a great analogy as well, because you can't like, yeah. you're so in your life and so in your business and so in your situation most of the time that you're only seeing it one way a lot of times. Right. And so yeah. having, yeah, having other people to be able to speak into it or ask you great questions or ask you the hard yeah. questions. That's one thing too, that I think where it, there's a difference between having, you know, friends in a good community versus a coach. Because mm. as a coach, I'm not going to be afraid to ask you the questions that your friends wouldn't ask you. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What, um, well, where can people go to find, to find, is it just coachryanhorn.com? Yeah, they can go to coachryanhorn.com. My podcast, uh, there's a link to the podcast there. There's a uh, a link to uh, apply for a free coaching call there. Basically, everything is on the website. Cool. Um, but yeah, the podcast is the Extraordinary Man podcast. And uh, yeah. And you've had one woman on there, your, your wife, right? I have. Yes, <laughs> I have. And the, the funny thing about that related to what we were talking about before is um, it was literally like a Tuesday and I didn't have a guest for my episode that was going live the next day. That's awesome. And we were, I was, we were talking about having, uh, having Brittany on mm -hmm. the show, but I was like, you need to be on the show and you need to be on today. <laughs> Clear your schedule. So um, I need to get you on an episode. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's awesome. how that happened. Uh, that's but I need to have her back on again. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I've got a couple minutes left here before I, I need to run too. But um, tell me, like, you've interviewed so many people. I would imagine you've learned a ton from those interviews. I mean, it's almost, I feel like it's almost like um, Darren Hardy, when he had Success Magazine, his job was to interview these very successful people and put those interviews in the magazine. You're doing the exact same thing with the podcast. So am I. Um, yours is way more focused uh, on on the men businessmen. And so mine's a little bit more all over the place, but what have you learned? What are some of the things that you've learned? Like if you had to write a book called all the success tips I've learned from my podcast guests, um, if you had to pull some out real quick off the top of your head, it's not, it's not a question we talked about. What are some things you've learned from all these entrepreneurs that would be a blessing to my audience? Such a great question. Yeah. I, I mean, so much stuff that I've learned, but what I would say is that I've noticed patterns between almost all of them, especially the mm. really successful people. Mm -hmm. And uh, in one way, I would say it's reinforced my own five-step framework that you got to be clear, committed, have a yeah. coach, take courageous action and course correct along the way. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not going to get it right the first time. But the yep. other thing that really, the thing that popped in my head when you said that was that um, it's, 
you know, it's not going to work out the first time almost ever. Everybody on my show has a story where it's like, oh yeah, I launched this and then I went bankrupt and then I launched this and that didn't work either. And then yeah. I was a 10 night or 10 year overnight success story. Right. And yes. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Like wherever you're at right now, if you're struggling, uh-huh. if you're doing well, if you're somewhere in the middle, like mm-hmm. it's a process and it's a journey and yes. it's going to take time. The biggest uh, thing that's going to determine whether or not you're successful or not is if you give up or not. Yes. You keep going. You will be successful eventually. Yes. It may take longer than you think. You know, things don't right. usually happen as fast as we want, but yeah, you know, that that's probably the biggest thing that mm-hmm. I've I've learned. That's so good. In his in his book, Mike, in this mic drop, Mike talks about how you know for him as an entrepreneur, uh, failure is not failure like everybody else sees it and failure is actually just a learning experience you well no big deal we just figured that out that didn't work let's move on to the next thing yeah. do you feel like now of the days is probably like 40 years ago starting a business is a lot different than it is now because i it i talk to tell people that it's so easy sometimes it's free even to try out an idea in today's world with the internet so if you have an idea to do something just go do it go try it can you think of has never been another time in history where it's been so easy to try out an idea and quote fail on it, which again, no big deal. Okay. That didn't work. What's what will work. And some of these things are just going to take some time. Literally some of these things are free to try out like your business right now. If you had to start your business over again, you could do it with, there's no, it doesn't cost anything. I mean, you don't even need a website. Yeah, That'd be a coach. You literally could call no, up a few no. friends. Hey, you've asked me about, of uh, this stuff before i'm thinking about going into coaching and uh let me give you a free coaching call you, need, you don't even have to have a zoom account just use a cell phone which is what you do for your calls anyway so yeah, talk about absolutely. that for a second just getting started and then we got, we got about three or four minutes yeah yeah so uh, yeah what i would say related to that is i mean i wasn't born 40 years ago but i can imagine <laughs> that it was completely different right i was <laughs> that was alive yes I, I mean with the internet it's literally anybody can start a variety of businesses i mean like that mm-hmm. and uh, one thing i would say is that um i think in general when you're trying to start a business it's a good idea to keep your budget very low so if you don't have a lot trying to start a business you actually might be at an advantage because somebody that has a ton of money is just going to go spend it on stuff that probably won't work very well anyway yeah. you know hey i got 10 grand let me try facebook ads but if you don't have experience with it and you, you don't understand, yeah. you know, you don't you have a good understanding quickly. who you want to serve and how you want to serve them and, and all, yeah. all that, you will blow through that really quickly yeah. and it will be an expensive lesson to learn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the biggest thing is just get out there and try because yeah. so many people, I talk to so many people that are like, oh yeah, Ryan, you know, that's great. You have a business, you know, I want to start this business too, or I've been thinking about starting this for a long time or, you know, here's what my dream is. Yeah. Um, but they never actually do anything. Yes. It's like I talk to the same people a year later and they're like, oh yeah, I'm still thinking about this. Oh, but I can't do it yet because of you know X, Y, Z. So I, I would say just if you know that you're called to start a business, just get out there and, and start taking action. Yeah. You don't have to have everything perfect to get started. Oh. It's it's best to get started before it's perfect, right? Just yes. go start taking some action and, and, and see what happens. Uh, but the biggest thing is getting started and then just taking action. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's never about, you know, Tony Robbins has a great quote that I love. Uh, it's something along the lines of it. It's never about resources. It's always about resourcefulness. 
right? Money, money is a resource. Time is a resource. All these things, right? People are like, I don't have the money to start a business. I don't have the time to start a business. I don't know how to do that. Blah, blah, blah. But those are all resources. And it's all, it's all about resourcefulness. If you want it bad enough, you will figure out a way to make it happen. Plain and simple. That's so good. That's a great place to end, man. Thank you for being on again. As you know, anytime you ever want to jump back on, we could talk about all this stuff for a whole lot longer. This was good. So just always let me know. Hey, I got something I want to share. Absolutely. Come back on and do it, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.